Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. Hope you're doing well. I hope you enjoyed our Obama episode this past Monday, and we're taking a little swing over to the right today because there has been a lot of stuff happening in the conservative pundit commentary world over this past week. The two main things I want to talk about today, conservative commentator from Fox News, Tucker Carlson, has left Fox News, or was he booted? And the conservative commentator who's best known for like his podcast YouTube stuff right now, Steven Crowder, his wife and him have been divorcing and ring camera footage came out this past week of him being so verbally abusive to his wife that it just really, I'm not the type of person where a lot of things online really shake me to my core, but I'm not going to lie. It was really hard to watch the video of how he interacted with his wife. And I think once again, well, people like him and Andrew Tate, how are we so surprised when all of these guys online who talk about the values of like a woman needs to do this and like your wife needs to serve you this way. And then it comes out that they're either abusive or a sex trafficker. Oh, so I just thought it would be a good time to kind of dive into this and maybe cover some of the blind balloons because uh, there are some blinds with Tucker Carlson and it just like absolutely sends me. So let's get right on into it and let's start with Tucker Carlson, which what a name. I think people call him Cuck, Cucker, Tucker, Zuckerberg. Musker, there's a lot of like uckers out there. There's like a lot of dude uckers out there who can be, turns into cuck pretty easy. Cuckerberg, has anyone done that yet? Okay, anyway, excuse my tangent, but let's get a little bit into him. So he hosted Tucker Carlson tonight on Fox News from 2016 to 2023. And let me tell you, my Nana has been in love with him. <laughs> she really took the news pretty hard. But yeah, he was like kind of the face of Fox News. He was the number one uh, show on there. He brought in like such a majority of their viewership. So he actually began his media career back in the 1990s. He first started off writing for the Weekly Standard, other different publications, and then he was a CNN commentator from 2000 to 2005, and he co-hosted this show called Crossfire from 2001 to 2005. I will say, what a good name for a debate show, Crossfire. Remember in 30 Rock where it was the hot box with Avery Jessup? You got to love how they turned the kind of, let's be honest, nerdy activity of debating into such like a look at my big balls type of situation. Okay, like you're just yelling at each other online, but you know, you do you. Anyway, the, he then started to host his own program, Tucker. <laughs> what is it about the name that like Tucker is just really sending me? Anyway, and then in 2009, he became a political analyst for Fox News and he started his own show, which has just been going up and up and up. So I think it came as a pretty big shock to a lot of people on April 24th when Fox News dismissed him and the executive producer effective immediately. And they didn't include a reason for his termination, but of course, obviously, we're going to speculate that in here. So what did Tucker Carlson talk about on his show? Conservative tings, basically. But he got really, really popular by basically leaning in to the culture wars, which let's be honest, how depressing is it? Is the news really the news anymore? Or is it just like culture war, click baitification, if that's even a word, basically, of what's going on? And, you know, we see people do this on the left. I'd say we see people do this in the middle. But other than like the BBC, what, you know, what outlet is really distinctly in the middle? And of course, we see people do this over on the right with Fox News. And, you know, one of my favorite gags is how anytime a woman 
I don't know, exposes a bit of cleavage in a music video, Ben Shapiro pops up and is like, I have to get lip filler and make a video about this right away. So it's really interesting that a lot of conservative people who claim this label of, I'm a libertarian, I want the government hands off, but Cardi B, if you so much as expose a butt cheek, I will be talking about it for an hour because it's going to somehow corrupt our kids, which is like wild. So Tucker Carlson, I think, really kind of exploded into popularity because he would just say some of the most insane things. I think you know, if you've never seen Tucker, if you've only watched clips of his or when he goes viral, you definitely know that he had a thing with the green M&M. And this is like the funniest piece of lore to me. He lusted over the green M&M. He was really upset when she lost her sexy white go-go boots, which by the way, love sexy white leather boots. Like I don't want a pair for myself. And then he was saying that the brown M&M appears to be a lesbian. I mean, there has to be a moment where the words are leaving your mouth on air and you're just thinking to yourself, how did I get here and what has my life come to? He's also said absolutely insane things. He said that former presidential candidate Cory Booker wasn't allowed, he's black, wasn't allowed to discuss racism because he's privileged. I actually met Cory Booker back in the day a couple of times, and I don't know like really what his reasoning is now, but back in the day, I really liked Cory Booker. He was a great guy. He actually, won, I'm, I'm saying was, he's still alive. He actually once saved an old woman from a burning building. I'm so serious. You can look it up. Which like now that I do what I do, I'm like, oh, is that a PR stunt? But saving an old woman from a burning building, that's pretty good. He should have ran for president like that year. Anyway, I will say I'm no better than Tucker because I speculate that Cory Booker is gay. Ooh, and I speculate that publicly. Let me know if you've heard anything about Cory Booker, okay? Tucker Carlson has also said that he's appalled that women can do science. <laughs> he doesn't think that women should be doing science. He, this was in April 2009. He was basically talking about how climate crises and global warming is a hoax and that female scientists who were talking about the climate crisis probably didn't know what they were doing. He has done stories on sex crazed pandas. And I think what's really funny is just the fact that he, very similar to Donald Trump, follows a script. So let me go to a random word generator right now and I'll do a little like how Trump would say something and then how Tucker would say something because you know me, I'm fascinated with linguistics. All right, here we go. A random word generator. I'll pick from six because, you know, some of these could be bad. Okay. All right. Uh, here we go. Baseball. So Trump would say something like, I love baseball. Anyone who knows me knows that I love baseball. I've played baseball my entire life. I'm good at it. Ask anyone. Now look, soccer's trying to come over here and do something, but you know me. I'm all about baseball. Ask anyone. They'll tell you. So he really focuses, Trump speaks in these short sentences with these tiny words, and he focuses a lot on ask people, ask people, like look at my resume, like anyone know, who knows anyone knows this, which kind of focuses on this air of exclusivity. And then also, oh, I'm just one of the people you could ask anyone. And it's like, okay, but how many, you couldn't ask anyone. You're the president. How many people have actually met you or know you? And now Tucker, if Tucker was saying something about baseball, he would do something like this. News today in baseball, swinging with bats, but why 
bats. And what community wants us to focus on the long bats? Could it be this? Could it be that? Blah, blah, blah. So he's a little bit more speculative with kind of a nefarious agenda, which like, oh God, do I do that sometimes? Anyway, Tucker asks a lot of hypothetical questions that kind of get you thinking, ooh, like is there something else behind this agenda? So that's kind of how he from what I've seen, right? That's kind of, he's, I think he's kind of stirring the pot in that sense. Whereas Trump is more like, I've got it handled. Tucker is more like, this could be bigger and more dangerous than we ever thought. So anyway, he left Fox and then this past Wednesday, he put out some like two minute video on his Twitter account. He didn't say why he left, but he slipped a few things in there. He was like, when you step away from the noise, some people are so nice. And, you know, most of the debates you see on TV are totally stupid and irrelevant and they mean nothing. It seems like he's trying to spin a little bit of an agenda right now of saying, you can't trust the news, which is so funny because it's like, bro, four days ago, you were the news. So I could see him doing some sort of like, podcast his own thing like don't listen to the news don't listen to them listen to me I'm the only one you can trust now Fox hasn't publicly said why they cut ties with Tucker but this came after Fox News had to pay a 787.5 million defamation lawsuit that was all about was the election stolen people at Fox News basically saying and promoting this idea that the election was stolen and Tucker was one of the people who was involved in this as somebody who worked at Fox but text messages that he had sent to other people revealed that he did not believe in this whatsoever so one of the things that was revealed in Tucker's private text messages, he sent this out referring to Donald Trump. I hate him passionately, dot, dot, dot. What he's good at is destroying things. He's the undisputed world champion of that. He could easily destroy us if we play it wrong. And this is what he texted somebody January 4th, right? So prior to the riots at the Capitol. He said, we're all pretending we've got a lot to show for it because admitting what a disaster it's been is too tough to digest. But come on, there really isn't an upside to Trump. Okay, Tucker, damn, playing a little bit of both sides. Messy. So without a doubt, let's get right on into his blind items because he has popped up in other ones. I'm talking about the Modern Family episode we did, and I want to see what else the uh, Tuck Daddy is getting up to. Okay, here's one. <laughs> you know there's always a gay blind item. This primetime cable talk show host had a relationship with another man when he was at college. There was thought to be zero proof of the weekend fling, but there's a photo of the talk show host sitting in the lap of the other man. No proof, but would make for some very interesting conversations. And they think allegedly that could be Tucker Carlson or another primetime cable talk show host. So yeah, look at that. He's giving brown M&M gay. <laughs> okay, this is one allegedly about Chris Cuomo and Tucker Carlson. There are actually two cable political talk show hosts considering a run for office. Well, one of them was a former talk show host who was fired. He wants to run for something in the state all of you would presume, and the other quietly started a pack and thinks that he can win a national contest. Yeah, I could see Tucker Carlson trying to throw his hat into the ring for some sort of political office, which after you make money being like an anchor or a commentator, why in the hell would you want to do the work of politics? Beats me. Okay, here's one. Speaking of cable news channels, this married conservative nighttime host might want to think about the promises he has made to this staffer so she would sleep with him. When he can't deliver, things will get ugly. 
And yeah, what was that movie Bombshell where they talked all about the sexual abuse that happened at Fox News under that guy? Roger Ailes, that was it. And it had Nicole Kidman, Charlize Theron, and Marco Robbie in it. And there was a sex scene between Marco Robbie and Kate McKinnon and Charlize Theron. They made her look exactly like Megyn Kelly. I thought that was a good movie. I would watch it on an airplane. And when I say that, I don't mean like it's bad. I, I love airplane movies, but I wouldn't pay for it. Do you know what I mean? So that's, I don't know, if you're on an airplane, <laughs> think of it. Okay, now this is one, Tucker Carlson's in it, but the nastiest part of the blind item is allegedly about Ed Henry, who Fox News fired him years ago. Things are quiet. The cable channel doesn't want anyone to know. The show is super popular and makes the channel a ton of money. They booted one of the stars of the channel, but everyone is sworn to secrecy about why. This would be Ed Henry. This particular star had a series of encounters with women across the country who accused the star of getting drunk, then groping them, assaulting them, and in at least two cases, raping them while they were passed out from drinking. The channel and the producers of the show have been throwing money out like crazy to keep all of this under wraps. It is their highest earning show and they want nothing happening to it. And yeah, all I'm going to say is uh, watch Bombshell. I mean, it covers moments exactly like this. Okay, and then this is my favorite one. This is what we did over on the Modern Family episode. This is allegedly about Julie Bowen and Tucker Carlson. This A-list mostly TV actress on a hit network show is going to be really disappointed that she's split from her husband, but that the married conservative commentator she has been hooking up with for the past year during flights back and forth to New York is sticking with his wife. And people were kind of guessing them and Julie Bowen and Tucker Carlson went to high school together, St. George's School. So maybe there might be something there. And Julie Bowen also was on a podcast recently saying that she's straight, but she was in love with a woman for a couple of years. Who's going to tell her? I don't think that's very straight. Come on. Come on, Julie. I am so excited to tell you this week about Saqqara and their flexible signature nutrition program. I have been eating on this plan for the last week and I love everything about it. I, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I talk about how I was vegan for three years. You know, I typically eat about 80% vegan. It just feels more aligning. It just makes me feel great when I do it. And coinciding with the fact that as creative as I like to think of myself, I, can ne I never know what to cook. I never know how to put together something. I love looking at food online, but I can never seem to make interesting meals for myself. And Saqqara is fantastic for this. They give you meals that are ready to eat. They're delivered to your door and they are so healthy. They're gonna make you look and feel your best. They're plant-based and they are fun. Like I, this week, have eaten a pumpkin pie parfait, a vegan burger, a sweet potato bowl with this maple syrup sauce. For breakfast, I'm having chocolate love muffins that have like coconut oat crumble on them. It's absolutely fantastic. So... If you want a little taste of this, haha, uh -huh, Saqqara brings expertly designed organic nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. Their science-backed, ready-to-eat meals are going to deliver results that you can see and feel from weight management and eased bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. So right now, Saqqara is offering Fluently Forward listeners 20% off of their first order when they go to saqqara.com fluently or enter code fluently at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash fluently to get 20% off your first order sakara.com slash fluently
Okay. Anyway, let's switch gears and talk about something a little bit stomach turning, which is this latest stuff going on with Steven Crowder. So Steven Crowder, he's also a conservative commentator. He, early in his career, worked for Fox News and he would post these like satire videos. He then started hosting something called Louder with Crowder. I hate to say it. That's a pretty good name, isn't it? And that was a daily political podcast and a YouTube channel. It's got commentary. It's got kind of like comedy content. He used to be in the comedy scene. And he has gotten into trouble. His YouTube channel has been demonetized twice. First in 2019 for the use of racist and homophobic slurs. Then it was re-monetized after he like addressed his behavior. Then in 2021, it was demonetized for making claims about the election's integrity. Then it was suspended again in 2022. Basically, he's like just a piece of shit, okay? Anyway, and then he's also a little bit super into drama. So the Daily Wire, which is Ben Shapiro's like media network, they offered him a contract saying, hey, would you want to come work for us? We'll pay you this gigantic amount of money. And there was a clause in the contract saying, By the way, if you get demonetized or kicked off of YouTube, your pay will be, you know, cut a bit because you're not going to be making us as much money if you get kicked off of YouTube, which I think, yeah, makes sense. Like this guy has a track record of getting kicked off of YouTube. If you come work for me and you get kicked off of YouTube, I'm not going to pay you, you know, millions of dollars to not be making YouTube videos. And some sort of battle went on between the two of them where Steven Crowder was like, this means that Ben Shapiro is in bed with big tech because they're telling me I have to abide by the YouTube rules. And it's like, you kind of just have to apply by, first of all, the rules are like to not say completely egregious things. That's not even a YouTube rule. That's like a human rule, you douche. Anyway, he tried to turn it into this whole scandal and it was this long, trust me, it was less interesting than the Dramageddon beauty channels. But you know when drama happens on YouTube and each person every day puts out an hour long video, I was like, I'm not gonna watch all of that. But I skimmed through a little bit And I just got the worst vibes from Steven Crowder. I'm like, this guy's a full-fledged narcissist. He's loving what's going on. And he's just like milking it for all of this drama and content. And you can tell he doesn't give a shit about big tech. He just wanted his numbers up. So I was like, okay, the first I'm hearing about this guy, he seems weird. Now, he married a woman named Hillary in August 2012. And like... (laughs) In typical conservative fashion, he wrote about the benefits of being abstinent before marriage. There's been some weird stuff, like for example, in August uh, 2021, his wife gave birth to twins and he wasn't there when she gave birth because he was undergoing the selective surgery to fix like, you know, that condition where you have kind of like a sunken chest. So that's like a little, you know, maybe you want to be there when your twins are born, especially if you're online espousing all of the benefits of traditional family values and marriage and the husband and the father and the wifely duties and the husbandly duties. But he doesn't have to be there when she's in labor. Bitch, are you kidding? I would kill my husband. Anyway, then in April of this year, so like last month, he says on his channel that his wife filed for divorce in 2021. And he says all of this weird stuff too, where he's like, this. unfortunately in the state of Texas, if you decide you don't want to be married to someone, you can just divorce them. And it's like, isn't that how all relationships work? Like <laughs> if one person no longer consents to be in the relationship, it's over. Like it's, it's always over. I remember having to explain that to a boyfriend in college. He was like, this is a relationship. I'm like, but I am ending it. And he's like, 
you don't get to. We're in it. I'm like, no, no, no. Like you need to understand when one person says no, the relationship is over. That's how it works. And look, I understand that in a marriage, right? Of course you want to go through all of the options. And I think couples counseling is good. I think therapy is good. Reaching out to people, trying different things. Like there's a million different ways that you can make it work. If you're dealing with two reasonable people and it's a reasonable rough patch and it's not something irreconcilable as they would say. But here's the thing. Footage has come out that was recorded on a ring security camera. I'll read you some clips. We'll insert some of it in here. If you can stomach it, watch the whole thing because it's going to give you such a hate boner for this man. Like, ooh, it really fueled me. So basically, in this ring video camera, Steven Crowder's ex-wife, Hillary, she's eight months pregnant with twins. She's got her belly out. He's on the outdoor patio furniture, laying back on the couch, smoking and arguing with her. And this argument is basically he wants her to give the dogs some sort of medicine. And the medicine says that it shouldn't be handled by pregnant women. She's like, I don't want to do it. And he's like, it's your wifely duty. Put some gloves on and give the medicine to the dogs. Which, first of all, before I even go on, how bizarre is that? Give, Oh, my God. Just like you give the medicine to the dogs. It's going to hurt the baby. Like, absolutely insane. Then they start talking about the car. And this man has a net worth of $20 million. And they only have one car, which immediately to me is reeking of control. Because we know that you can afford two cars. He only has one because he wants to control where the wife is going. Although I will say, maybe he's just super liberal and he's like doing it for the environment. (laughs) I'm kidding. But yeah, she wants to go grocery shopping and he's getting into this whole argument. You can't do it because then I can't go to the gym. You're going to leave me boxed in. You're really going to take the car. And she's like, I'll pick up whatever you want in the car, but I need it. He's like, you can't, you can't take the car. You can't take the car. And then she says, okay, well, could I ask someone to pick me up and then drive me to the grocery store? And he's like, is that a threat? Is that a threat? The whole thing is absolutely insane. And then at one point he starts saying, the only way out of this is discipline and respect. And then he also asks her, how do you respect men? You need to become someone who's worthy of a wife. And those past three sentences... It's just, I think it's really sick because like you see language like this on corners of the internet, you know, any of those like sick twisted subreddits where they're talking about how women need to do this for the man and et cetera, which like, God, it's just so hard to watch because she's so pregnant and he's being so ridiculous and verbally abusive. I'm, I'm going to insert some clips in here. I love you. I love you very much. I don't love you. That's the big problem. I've never received love from you, and the fact is, when I go, look, I need you to do A, B, C, and D, just be disciplined about it, you go, no. But I love you more than life itself. Okay. Put on some gloves. No. But I love you more than life itself. That's not fair. It's not fair, and it's disingenuous. But those phrases of, the only way out of this is discipline and respect, how do you respect men, and become someone worthy of being a wife. And I think it's just... I don't know. It just sits in your gut when you hear somebody actually physically saying those things out loud. And it just reminds you, right? That like sometimes we think things on the internet are just the internet and they don't bleed into real life, but they do. And this is like a, uh, a very prominent example of it. And I know everybody's talking about what a piece of shit he is and things like that. And just because I know it's mostly, mostly women who listen, but shout out to anyone who listens to this podcast. People were talking about it online and I found an interesting conversation where people were talking about watching this video and being really 
triggered. It really hit close to home because throughout this video of him verbally abusing her, you have gaslighting, you have threats, you have insults, you have belittling, you have financial abuse, you have projections. Like it's just, it's basically a bingo box of things that you don't want to happen to you in a relationship. And different women online were kind of talking about this in female online spaces. And they were recommending this book called Why Does He Do That? by Lundy Bancroft, if that's how you pronounce it. And I'm going to include a link here in the show notes to a PDF version of the book. And it basically, it breaks down abusive behaviors and how you spot them and how people think this way and how to get out of it and how to recognize it. And I think just, you know, I'm only maybe about 20% through the book, but just reading it, a lot of the phrases are so validating because you kind of feel like you're crazy if you're in a relationship like that. And this book lays out everything where you'll know if you've ever been in an abusive relationship, saying sentences like, oh, like most of the time he's always like this, but then that happens. Or he did this, but I can't tell if it's bad. Or like, am I crazy if like XYZ things make me feel uncomfortable? And this book or PDF, if you can't afford to buy the book, it just makes you feel really understood. And it also helps you to recognize abusive behaviors early on when they happen. So you know, I don't want to give like airtime to Steven Crowder. Don't watch his video, watch like other re-uploads of the camera and then check out that book. And there's no blind items about Steven Crowder, but there have been rumors, like very blind adjacent rumors about him being gay for like years. But I think sometimes people just say that because it's a man obviously hating a woman and they're like, oh, maybe the inverse of that is that like they love men. But sometimes I think these are just hateful people in general. So I don't know, just if you want to dive into that rabbit hole, there's a rabbit hole. And there is a funny little thing online where people for years, I think it's Oh my God, what's that subreddit? Toilet Paper USA. And they basically have been making all of these different posts about Steven Crowder enjoying dog semen. And it's gotten really high up on the Google SEO. So if you type in like Steven Crowder tweets on images, there's all of these edited images of people saying that Steven Crowder drinks like dog cum. I'll read some of them to you. From Steven Crowder. It's not really, but we can pretend it is. Joe Biden is so lost and senile, I bet you you could give him a cup of semen from a Yorkshire Terrier and a cup of the same from an English Bulldog and he wouldn't even be able to tell the difference. People keep saying that he chickened out of the debate with the H3 podcast. That's not true. I simply didn't feel well because I didn't have my daily dose of dog cum. And there's all of these tweets about him just like loving dog cum. So I will say, I always find that funny. It's always, fun. it's always fun to do a little bit of trolling, you know? So there we have it. A little bit, you know, you saw what was going on with the Obamas. God damn, wearing a tan suit? How horrible. And then you take a look at what some of these uh, conservative folks are up to. So if you know anything more about this, I always love the juice and I always love the tea. So slide into my DMs over on Instagram if you've heard anything about Tucker Carlson or Steven Crowder. And in the meantime, I will see you on Friday for a fun Patreon episode I'm putting together this week. You know what? Just for fun, I'll read the title. Age ain't nothing but a number, the phenomenon of bisexual men and older women. And we're going to be covering Sean Mendez, Harry Styles, Nick Jonas, and Hugh Jackman. That's just a little teaser of a certain trend that I have been noticing over the years of focusing in pop culture. So I will see you on Friday for that, patreon.com slash fluently forward. And if not, I'll see you. 
I'll see you on Instagram. I'll see you on TikTok. I'll see you on Monday for a full episode. Maybe I'll see you on YouTube. Uh, But at any rate, thank you for listening and we'll talk soon. Have a good rest of your week, guys. Bye.